0: Want to patent your invention? The chance is near. You've given it heart. Now get it in gear. It's Passage to Profit
1: with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. You know there's a lot of celebrities out there who want to be entrepreneurs.
2: And a lot of entrepreneurs who want to have celebrity status. And regular celebrities who are entrepreneurs... It's surprising they have a side hustle, but they're kind of like other people that have a side hustle. They have to do some of the same things, but they have some advantages.
0: Yeah, the biggest advantage of all, celebrity. (laughs) Well, it's funny that you should bring that up,
1: Elizabeth, because today our guest is Clint Arthur, who is a celebrity entrepreneur. He's a graduate of Wharton Business School, written numerous books on entrepreneurism, countless media appearances, and is the host of the greatest show of all time. Welcome, Clint. Amen. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: we were just talking with Clint about the difference between celebrity entrepreneur and entrepreneur celebrity. And there's a big
0: difference. There is a huge difference. And these entrepreneur celebrities are people who are like uh, Shaquille O'Neal. There's a great example. He's a entrepreneur who is a celebrity. And he was a celebrity before he was an entrepreneur. He just added on celebrity to what he did. Duh. You got to cash in some way. (laughs) See, being famous doesn't pay the bills. This is is a famous quote from Dr. O's Law of Fame, I think it is. Being famous won't pay the bills, but it's tough to get paid without being famous. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what these smart, famous people have done is they figured out some way for people to buy them through their products. For example, George Clooney. Everybody loves George Clooney. He's a real celebrity, like oh, yeah. one of the biggest. Oceans, yeah. Yes, yeah. gigantic. And he cashed in on his celebrity by making the tequila. Hey, you want to You want to <laughs> get a piece of George Clooney? Who doesn't want to drink George Clooney? Paul Newman, right? <laughs> I mean, I, I, he, most g- men want to drink George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he and, cashed out to the tune of one billion dollars. Wow, that's so amazing. So what do
1: you think we can do at Passage to Profit? How much do you think we can cash in for? (laughs) Just keep going. <laughs> you just keep going. Don't worry about We love the out. encouragement. Hey you, love,
0: hey, you have a passion for the profits, so just keep passioning and you'll get the profits down the line.
2: Well, so, iHeart did let us come back for a second year, so.
1: We Yay. are grateful. Thank you, Kenya. Yeah, we, we do appreciate that. So, so how do you become a celebrity entrepreneur? What are some of the things that you help people do who want to get into that game?
0: Yeah, so that's the reverse. Now, there's the entrepreneurs who are celebrities, but then there are what I call celebrity entrepreneurs. And the most famous of those is Tony Robbins. He's the perfect example. If you're a person who likes self-help, personal growth, seminars, that kind of stuff, Tony Robbins is, oh my God, (laughs) <laughs> it's Tony Robbins. But if you don't know those kinds of things, if you're not into personal growth, and, and let's face it, only like 1% of all the people in the world are gonna go to a seminar, if that. Yeah. And those people are the ones who appreciate Tony Robbins. The 99%, or it's, I think it's even more than 99%, they don't have any idea who Tony Robbins is. Every time I walk into a supermarket or a bank or a Starbucks, I ask the tellers, do you know who Tony Robbins is? And they never ever know. Because Tony Robbins is really nobody, especially when you think George Clooney, Tony Robbins, everybody knows George Clooney, nobody knows Tony Robbins, except for you and me. So what I do is I help authors, speakers, coaches, entrepreneurs, anybody who is a consultant or an advisor or someone with a message, doctors, lawyers, any kind of stuff like that, if you really want to get more money and have more impact and influence in the world and more income, to support your message and what you're trying to do, you need to appear to be a celebrity in the eyes of your customers and prospects and there are different methodologies that I use to create that impression of celebrity. Are there different degrees of celebrity then? Well, of course, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's there's real celebrities like Kim Kardashian and then there's celebrity entrepreneurs like us. And if you anything between a complete nobody and Tony Robbins is a celebrity entrepreneur. And you want to get as close to Tony Robbins as you possibly can. How do you do that? There's five ways to do it. The most fun, easiest, fastest, simplest, and even the most impactful is to do what I call celebrity attachment. And that's having photos of you with famous celebrities. That's why I'm having a conference at Carnegie Hall with Martha Stewart and Ice-T and Coco and Jerry from Ben and Jerry's. These are all people that... Either you recognize their face, or when I put a caption, it says, "Here I am with Jerry from Ben and Jerry's." That you're like, "Wow, that's cool. How did you meet Jerry from Ben and Jerry's?" And then you tell the story. Oh, we were at a conference at Carnegie Hall, September 26, 7 and 8, and I met Jerry at Ben and Jerry's, and, and he said this, that, and the other thing.
1: And Dan Kennedy's going to be there.
0: Well, Dan Kennedy, you know, Dan Kennedy. He was the inspiration of this entire thing. He's my great mentor. I've followed him all around the world, listening to the gems of wisdom that he said. He was going to give his last lecture at this conference. Unfortunately, about, I don't know, almost a week ago, I got a fax from Dan Kennedy that says, hey, due to a series of unfortunate complications, I am in the ICU, and the pain on a scale of 1 to 10 is a 10 plus, and now today Dan Kennedy is in hospice. Oh, and is no. not expected to make it. Now, personally, I think he's been in hospice a few days. I personally think that Dan Kennedy is going to say, you know, he's going to wake up one day and say, you know what? This dying thing is not as easy as I thought it was going to be. If I'm going to work this hard at anything, I need to be getting a check and he's going to check out <laughs> of hospice. That's what I think. But he's really not expected to make it. But we do have Michael Gerber who wrote The E-Myth. Classic oh, wow. text yep. if you're
1: an entrepreneur. Working on your business instead
0: of working in your business. Incredible advice for entrepreneurs. I have Hal Elrod who wrote The Miracle Morning, which has sold 2 million copies, self-published. How would you like to sell 2 million copies of a self-published book with a royalty of $8 per book? I would love I it. I think Elizabeth
1: <laughs> would like that. She's an author too. There's so. a, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of us.
0: I'd like, I want to know his secrets. Then I've got the editor-in-chief of the National Enquirer. He'll be talking about how do you create content that compels clicks and cash? You fight- should know. You should know, right? <laughs> the supermarket. You, you talk about aliens. <laughs> I'm telling you. And then we got Princess Marianne Parker. She came to this country as a peasant from Bulgaria, and she was chasing the American dream. Ends up in a homeless shelter for battered women with her infant and baby. Wow. And today, she has become the princess of luxury etiquette. And that's been done and accomplished with celebrity entrepreneurship.
1: That's incredible.
0: So that's the first way. The first way is celebrity attachment photos. The second way to position yourself as a celebrity is media. And ideally, it's going to be television. Because look, as great as this is, I love radio. I have my own show, the greatest show of all time. And I love radio However, for creating celebrity, they have to recognize your face. The real mark of a real celebrity is when people say, hey, don't I know you? Oh, you're that guy, right? That means you're somebody. And you can't get that if you're only on the radio. That's why I I go on TV all the time. I've done 107 television appearances, and I'm always looking for more. If you're a TV producer, hit me up, (laughs) clintarthur.tv. So
2: let's say Richard and I wanted to go on TV so people would recognize our faces. How does that work? Do we have to pay somebody to get us on TV? Do we have to pay the TV station?
0: There are shows where you can pay to go on TV. My students, I teach people how do you get on TV news and talk shows for free. I do that at a class called Celebrity Launchpad. I'm going to be hosting my 44th Celebrity launch pad next week, as a matter of fact. And my students and I don't pay to go on TV. We get on TV news and talk shows for free because there's a formula. What do you got to do to get on a TV show? What do you need to give the producer? I've, I've actually put together a mathematical formula that blows people's minds, especially the TV producers.
1: Well that sounds great. And coming up after our segment, one of our pitchers, Gracie and Wani, they've been hitting the television circuit too to promote their product. And so it'd be great if we talk a little bit about that with them.
0: Just looking at them, I know why they're getting on a lot of TV. First of all, they got this adorable young person. Oh my God. I mean, and there's no better there's nothing there's nothing better like crack cocaine for a TV producer than a good looking kid. (laughs) Really. All right. And he's got the added advantage of having that cool cane in his hand which makes him even more interesting helping him find his way through the world with that cane It's like, wow, what's this kid going to say? And everybody wants to know. Then he's got that great hair and that beautiful mom. So that's crack cocaine for producers (laughs) right there. No doubt about that. But I'll break it down, and I'll tell you all the different elements that you're pushing the hot buttons of when we talk about you guys.
1: But getting on TV is one thing, but now there's also so many opportunities on social, right? YouTube,
0: Instagram. Yeah. Is
1: that the same, or is it not the same?
0: It's really not. I mean, social supports everything. Personally, I think that social media is really much more of a support mechanism all of this stuff is just different elements of marketing and social doesn't create celebrity you can be a youtube star even a youtube sensation but again you walk down the street and i'll say hey do you know who this youtube star is and people will say who all right unless you're one of their followers and then you know, in their eyes, you're somebody, but you're not a celebrity, and you're not a celebrity entrepreneur. What I've done is I've looked at what do real celebrities do? What does Kim Kardashian do? What does Tony Robbins do? What does Grant Cardone do? And I've reversed engineered it, and we've talked about two of the methodologies. Number one was celebrity attachment. Number two is TV. Number three is speaking in very important places, and that's why I I wanted to speak at Harvard. So I set up conferences for myself to speak at the Harvard Faculty Club. Did three of those. I've spoken at West Point, at Microsoft, at Coca Cola, at Nasdaq multiple times. And I arrange for these opportunities for my clients. I want them for me. And my clients often want them for themselves.
2: Do you hold your classes in New York or all over the country? What do you do?
0: The next class is at Carnegie Hall. It's the Living Legends of Entrepreneurial Marketing with Martha Stewart, ice and Coco, Jerry from Ben & Jerry's. VIPs get photos with all of those celebrities. That's your first step. That's the celebrity attachment aspect of this. And it's September twenty-six, seven, and eight at Carnegie Hall. You can get tickets at livinglegends2019.com. Living Legends with an S, 2019.com. And so I have
2: to say, we already have that on our calendar because Richard and I are planning to go.
0: Yes, We're looking Pretty forward excited. to it tremendously. It's yes. going to be amazing. I want to hear what does Martha Stewart say. I want to know, hey Martha Stewart, when did you become Martha Stewart? What did you really need to do to become Martha Stewart instead of just Martha Stewart? See what I'm saying? We Absolutely.
2: How yeah. did she develop that brand?
0: Yeah, 92 best-selling books. 92 92 according to her bio yeah 92 wow how does anybody have that much to say one book is not (laughs) enough you gotta have books every year I know this one celebrity entrepreneur his name is Jorge Cruz he has the belly fat cure okay how many books can you write about that (laughs) right How how much can you say about the belly fat and yet he comes out with a new best selling book every single year because it's it's a marketing tool that's all it is today a best selling book is a marketing tool that's the third methodology you got TV, VIP speaking. It's actually the fourth. TV, VIP speaking, celebrity attachment, best-selling books are a great methodology. Now for Arnold Copelson, his books were movies, right? We can't all be producing movies for the studios, but he had best-selling movies instead of books. And then the last methodology is awards. He got his Academy Award. Yeah, but Clint, I'm never gonna win the Academy Award. You no, know, you don't have to win the Academy Award, but you gotta do win, you gotta win something. And when I won Dan Kennedy's Info Marketer of the Year award, that's when everything broke through for me. That's great. Yep. So you're listening to
1: Passage to Profit with Clint Arthur, Richard, and Elizabeth Gearhart. We'll be right back with Clint right after this.
3: There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gearhart Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common they start with a solid foundation first. Gearhart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. Protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit GearheartLaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit G E A R H A R T L A W dot com. This ad has been read by a non attorney spokesperson.
0: Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again, Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart.
2: We have an amazing guest tonight, Clint Arthur. And if you missed the first part of what he was saying, the podcast comes out tomorrow. You've really got to go back and listen to it. This guy not only is a wealth of knowledge, he's also very entertaining. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> very so, energetic, by the way. Very too. energetic.
2: Yeah. yeah. Real positive energy in the studio today. So- Clint, you know we're all about IP, intellectual property, patents, trademarks, and copyrights, so we do want to touch on your experience with that a little bit. Do you have anything to say about that?
0: A hundred percent. Now, when I met Snoop Dogg, I said, Snoop, what's the most important thing you ever learned? He said, life's too short to smoke cheap weed. I don't, <laughs> I don't smoke pot anymore. I, I accidentally quit on December 14, 2009. I, ac- accidentally. I accidentally quit. <laughs> I'd like to hear that story sometime. Yeah. But my point is, is that, you know, life is too short to smoke cheap weed. And I know that intellectual property protection, your services are expensive. But life's too short. Your most important property is your intellectual property. I mean, look at the president of the United States. He's making a whole trade war over international violations of our property rights, right? Theft of IP.
1: Absolutely. It's what you create. It's what you generate. It's what gives you value. And you can't protect everything, but you can protect inventions, brands, songs, original works of authorship. I guess that's books, right? Yeah. But you can protect all that stuff. And- lots of times, it's the most important thing
0: that a company does. And you could try to do it yourself. You could, like, send your manuscript to yourself in the mail, and that's your... <laughs> right? Isn't that, yeah. Right? That's, yeah. one that's way. actually yeah. pretty
1: old-fashioned, right. and I never... You know, it's kind of an uh, urban myth, I right. guess. Right. You could
0: do all kinds of things, but life's too short to smoke cheap weed. And right. instead of trying to jerry-rig your way through it, you should hire a good IP attorney to protect your stuff, because life's too short to smoke cheap weed.
1: So, I'm, i I got to tell a little bit of a story, something that just happened Recently. So we have a client who's an entrepreneur and he got a trademark on the word optimum. And he filed his trademark, he did his business. He was actually in the vaping business. And eventually, it turns out that a large company that will remain nameless decided to launch using his trademark. Mm. And his trademark covers the same goods that this large company launched. And we're going after him. It just started. We don't know how this is going to work out. But this is the David against Goliath story in spades. And it's really true how large companies can sometimes trample the rights of intellectual property owners, especially entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And it's the legal system that gives the entrepreneur a chance against these big companies. So we're very optimistic that this is going to work out. And this will be a continuing theme on passage to profit as the story evolves. We're going to take you through this whole process to the extent that we can not revealing any client secrets but i think it's really important that our audience understands that intellectual property can have significant value especially when a situation like this massive comes massive
0: value and you need to have the best experts working for you and because life is too short to smoke cheap weed and try to do it <laughs> with you know without the best
1: absolutely yeah And I agree, that's just a fantastic principle in general, is that we found that as our firm has grown over the years, cheaping out on stuff really doesn't pay. You really want the best people doing the best. Whatever vendor you're hiring, you want the best that you can afford, because it really does make a difference. Quality does make a difference as you move forward. You know,
0: I have a Rolex watch, and this is a celebrity brand Rolex. There's a lot of watches that are more expensive, but this is the watch that when I saw it, I couldn't get it out of my mind. And I said to my wife, it was our sixth wedding anniversary. I said, honey, I can't get that watch out of my mind. And she goes, well, then get it. It's the last year of your life. See, now this is another philosophy I have. Yeah, tell us about the last year of your life. Yeah, well, see, after I graduated from Ward, I went home to get the attaboys. And my parents get into the hugest argument of all time. My dad storms out of the house and slams the door. I turn to my mom and say, you know, Mom, the way he resents you all these years, have you been cheating on Dad? I'm sitting on the couch in the living room where I grew up my whole life. I'm thinking, where did that question come from? I never had any suspicions about it. I never thought that in my whole life. And I'm thinking, what kind of rude son of a gun asks his mom a question like that? And then I'm thinking, how come and answer, not answering the question? And then she says, he's not your real father. Your real father was a doctor at the fertility clinic we went to for six years. And you look just like that guy. Wow. Say what,
1: Mom? How did you react to hearing that news?
0: Well, I, I lost my mind because basically I didn't know who I was anymore. And that's what life is all about, figuring out who are you, what are you all about. And I certainly didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up anymore. I call up the investment bank on the 87th floor of number one World Trade Center. God bless them all. And I said, sir, I've, I've been working my whole life for this to become an investment banker. And I decided I don't want to be an investment banker anymore. I move out to Hollywood, start chasing the Hollywood dream that put me behind the wheel of yellow cab number 6087. I drove a cab for 6 years. Wow. And you know, do you still have a relationship with your mother? Yeah, I do. I you know. Uh, you do talk in the Wharton
1: book about people loving you and that being sort of a central theme for entrepreneurship, right? And It seems to me like those two things are tied
0: together. 100%. People buy products because they want to own a piece of you. That's really what it's all about. And they buy the tequila because they want to own a piece of George Clooney. They buy the Tony Robbins tape sets because they want to have Tony Robbins on their bookshelf. Most of the time, people buy information products. They don't even open the products. I know I've got a few of those products unopened on the shelf, but I wanted to own a piece of the person. And that's a big thing. And look, when you're an entrepreneur, ideally you want to have your content consumed, but if it's just in the person's life, it's making a difference even if they don't consume it. If you, even if it's just there on the shelf inspiring them, motivating them, prompting them to do stuff, you get what you can. That's great.
2: Clint, where can people find out more about you or get a hold of you?
0: ClintArthur.tv. Clint, like Clint Eastwood. Arthur, like the king. <laughs> .tv because every celebrity got to go on television.
1: Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart and our very special guest Clint Arthur will be back right after
3: this. What are entrepreneurs most valuable assets? Their passion and ideas. We can't protect your passion, but we can protect your ideas. Trust Gearhart Law to protect your ideas with premier patent trademark and copyright services. There's never been a better time to start your own business. Contact us at GearhartLaw.com. At Gearheart Law we have years of experience protecting entrepreneurs ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect, contact the experts at Gearheart Law, www.gearheartlaw.com. Don't let the wrong protection strategy ruin your business. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection and are licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Contact Gearheart Law on the web at com. Together, we can change the world. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson.
0: Passage to Profit continues with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart.
1: And our special guest this evening, Clint Arthur. Now it's time for the pitch part of the show.
2: But as usual, before we start, some vital info. We have got three incredible pitches, and we're asking you to choose the one that you like best. And to go to our website, gearhartlaw.com, G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W.com, find the Passage to Profit page, Scroll down, find the contest, and vote for your favorite pitch.
1: That's Gearhart Law, G-E-A-R-H-A-R-T-L-A-W. Everyone gets one vote, and the voting is open for four and a half days until Friday morning at 10 a.m. And don't forget to like us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
2: And everybody only gets one vote. So get your friends to vote and get them to remember the name of the show. Imagine walking down a passageway with a huge pot of gold at the end. Passage to profit.
1: And may your passage be short and your profit be huge. Yeah, <laughs> amen. <laughs> and now on to the pitch part. Each contestant gets two minutes to pitch, followed by a discussion with everyone here. The overall best vote getter gets a professionally produced video of their pitch. A $500 value.
2: And it goes on to our YouTube channel, too. So we are ready for our first pitch now. I am so pleased to welcome back the stars of our social media, Gracie and Wani Benedict. They were on the show a while ago. And since then, we've been following their journey through our social media. So if you look for the passage to Profit Social Media, you can kind of keep up with what they're doing. And welcome back. Would you like to explain what you're doing?
4: Well, what we've been doing is we have been... Just going on radio shows and morning shows, and we've been promoting Braille Code as much as we can. Still looking for investors.
0: Any investors (laughs) out there? Any of
4: them? (laughs) What's what's the the name of
0: the company again? What's the name?
4: Braille Code Inc. Braille Code Inc.
2: Yeah, can you explain what the product
4: is? I actually invented patches in Braille that can help visually impaired and blind people put their clothes on easily. We have patches that has braille that's raised to be felt in red they're also directional cues which is right left back and it's placed on clothes to help them read it and put it on i also did a children's book with my logo characters bobby kelly and charlie and uh the book is about their first day of school and they're expressing who they are to their classmates and wani and i have been going into schools. And teaching sighted kids, showing them what Braille is, and actually giving them a brief history about Braille, which Wani does excellently. And he sits and reads, and it's amazing how they react to him.
1: That's wonderful. So, how did you get the idea for the Braille patches?
4: Well, Wani, being, you know, he was born visually impaired. Um, he has uh, septo optic nerve dysplasia. And um, when he was about two or three, I saw he was trying to put his clothes on and, you know, sitting there with my husband, like, how are we going to get him to put his clothes on? How is it going to work? And I went on, you know, I went on the websites and trying to see if I could find anything that could help him. And I didn't find anything. Still searching and having therapists come over to show us how to do it. And I was watching the therapist and was like, no, that's not how it's... It's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it would be a constant hand over hand thing with him. I would have to always kind of do a hand over hand until he gets used to it. Um, And then I had an epiphany. It actually... I actually, you know, had my eyes up in the air and I saw patches. I saw patches and I saw Braille. I saw... And and I was like, oh, God, this is it. I actually know what to do with my life. So... I then said, this is gonna help him. This is gonna help children who are visually impaired. And I just started when Wani was about six years old. I started the process of the prototypes and everything and then launched uh, it like in 2014. Mm -hmm. And he's been dressing himself since then. He's always the first one dressed, right? <laughs> You're the first Speedy. one dressed every time. He's sitting there. He's always sitting there like
2: waiting for the others. Yes.
4: <laughs> so,
2: Wani, how old are you now? I'm currently 12. And you are going and giving presentations at schools? Yes. Well, that's amazing. And you are a very composed, intelligent, mature young man. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you.
1: So how do you interact with other kids who maybe aren't visually impaired? I mean, has that been any kind of challenge for you?
5: No. I could still look at them.
1: So you can see them? Yes. So how does your visual impairment then affect you?
5: Well, I can still see, but I'm not 100%
1: in vision. And then you talk with other kids, and you get to do a presentation on Braille. What's that like? What, what do you present, and what do you talk about?
5: I talk to them about Louis Braille, the creator of Braille.
1: So tell us more about Louis Braille.
5: Well, Louis Braille was born in 1809, and when he was three, he was playing in his father's saddle shop with a sharp tool called an awl. Oh, my gosh. And... He poked himself in the eye with it by accident. Oh
1: my gosh. You know, my
0: mother always said, Don't, don't. You're going to poke your your eye out. You're (laughs) going to poke your eye out. Always, (laughs) (laughs) always. (laughs) When you are hanging out with these kids and you're talking to them, are they ever mean? Are they ever, are they supportive? What are they like?
5: They're fine. They aren't mean.
0: Good. And how do you feel about your situation? Do you think it is a benefit to you? Do you think it makes you special? I mean, I know this one guy. You ever hear of Shawn Stevenson? No. He's three feet tall. Every time he falls down, his bones break. He rides around in a wheelchair. He's married to a beautiful woman who's five foot two. And uh, he says he wouldn't trade his situation for the world because it makes him the most special person in every single room. How do you feel?
5: Well, it makes me special and unique. And I'm okay with it. And if somebody thinks that it's a curse, then they're wrong.
0: You know about Helen Keller? Do Who you doesn't? Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so, you don't know it's, <laughs> so, How do I follow up with that? Okay. So, so actually,
2: though, what I admire so much about Gracie and Wani is when you figure that there's something different about yourself, you have two ways to handle it. You can say, I'm going to make this work for me, or you can say, I'm going to make this make me into a victim. Right. And you chose the first way.
4: Definitely. Because I, I don't feel I had a choice. I don't think I had a choice to sit around and wonder what to do or how how to do it. Grateful for my family, my mother, who told me, look, we got to do what we have to do. And let's go. Let's get this done. It was hard. It was devastating the first two years. Devastating. But um, I came to terms with it at two years old. And and the thing is, the beauty of it all is that when you do that with your children, they show you the way. Mm. Because you take yourself out of the way.
1: That's just beautiful. Yeah.
4: You take yourself out of the way and you say, okay, I'm just going to focus on my kid. I'm going to make sure he's okay. I'm going to give him everything he needs. And once I did that... He began, because of the positive energy I was giving him, that I was giving him all of me, wholeheartedly. You know, the therapists were coming in five days a week. You know, I'm sitting there with them. Okay, let's see how they do this. You know, so when they're not there, I'm going to continue doing what I have to do with him. Uh, I just continue to be so headstrong. And he took on that energy and became more independent and started to show me the way. He started, I remember when he was little, I didn't know the extent of his vision. So he was walking and he picked up something off the floor. And I was like, what? I got to teach him color. Then we were walking somewhere and there was a different text, a different color on the floor. And he stopped. And I said, okay, he knows contrast. You know, so it was me just watching him and observing him. You know, just watching him and letting him show me the way. I had actually ordered hats and... I ordered them one day because he was, again, he was maybe about five, six. And he said, Mom, I need my cap. And I'm like, well, it's not sunny outside. It's not, there's no sun outside. He said, no, I need it just in case um, I walk down, you know, I walk and I hit something. It'll hit the, the brim of the hat and not my face. Mm. That's smart. I was like, what? This kid, he, I put him on the bus and ran upstairs. I'm like, you know, let me get some hats to help to protect these kids in their face. It was him just watching him and just going along with, like, a pen and paper, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, right, right. You know, and just getting everything right, you know, for him. Um, and, and knowing that I helped him, I wanted to help everyone else. I wanted to help parents like me. One of my dreams is to really go into a forum and talk to parents. There are parents who are ashamed of their kids. They are ashamed to take them outside. They're ashamed to to do a lot of things with them, you know. um, I don't want to take them a certain place because they're going to react a certain way. They're going to act a little off, and I don't want people watching. Wani, he hated parties when he was little because the volume was so loud. You know, one of my characters are loosely based on him in the book, and you can see that he... He was covering his ears, and he always did that for every party we went to. He would cover his ears, and it was so hard. You know, he would, me and my husband was like, God, should we leave? And I'm like, no, we have to have him accustomed. He has to get accustomed to what it is like, you know. And as I did that, and as we did that, time went by. And he goes to the DJ now, like, where's the DJ? Let me do you have this song you know he got adapted to it so it's like i want to tell parents to just not don't hide your kids they're gonna show you the way they're going to let you be you know they're gonna show you that they're going to be fine i'm just grateful that i let go i let god and i watched him and he showed me and this guy is great this little boy is wonderful and I'm glad I gave him the way and I didn't try to control him. I didn't try to hold him down, you know, and go and put myself feeling feeling ashamed for him. You know, I'm not going to expose him. No, I don't want people to think. I don't want people to talk. You know, I know a lot of people who have special needs children. There are some that are awesome. There's a woman named Ana Benya. She's wonderful to her daughter. Her daughter's completely blind and her, her daughter's name is Milagros. Milagros is excellent. Miraglos, she's going to be the president. You understand? Because she is that mother. And then I have others that don't even ask them a question. Don't Mm. ask them anything. Mm. Because they don't need the help. They're going to do, and they're going to dress their kids themselves. Mm. I was told by a professional that there was a 19-year-old and a 20-year-old who still don't dress themselves. Their parents do. What is that about? Wow. So when it comes to the products... I can't say I'm selling that much as much as I want to because I have approached parents that are like, no, I got it. I'm good. I can dress them. That's not the way of life. No. You're, it's not the way to go.
1: Your story is so touching and it's so inspirational. And what you're sharing is your courage and Wani's courage to get out in the world and live life. And you're helping other people who have these challenges to live that life. And it is so beautiful what you're doing. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, you
2: took a challenge and you turned it into something that can help other people in the world, help the rest of the world. And that's amazing because even though you may not know about all the lives that you help, you could be saving a child right now from a life of, I can't do anything, to coming into a life of, hey, I got this thing going on, but I can still do a lot.
5: This company is all about independence and i just realized something it also might teach kids that they aren't nothing they're always something and they can do lots of things despite their condition and
2: it teaches them independence and that's how they get that skill absolutely i wanted to bring up one more thing that we haven't talked about wani you have a YouTube channel where you test out toys and you help parents decide which toys visually impaired kids could actually use and have fun with and you found Hasbro's a good supplier of those. I feel like you could do something with that channel.
0: That sounds great.
2: That's not all the things
5: we do on the channel. Most of them are my performances on the stage. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> too. You like to sing.
1: You sang last time. Can you sing uh, a few bars for us here?
5: been the two of us need look no more we both found what we were looking for with the friend to come
3: Good.
2: Yay. So, unfortunately, we're coming to the end of our time with Gracie and Wani. Thank you very much for coming into the studio. And what is your website again?
4: It's www.brailcodebrands.com. On Instagram, we're Braille Inc., as well as Facebook.
1: And Gracie and Wani are also clients of Gearhart Law, yes, right? Yes, definitely. We, yes. So we don't want to we <laughs> don't yeah. want
4: to forget that. Yes, that's yeah, that's right. We and, have patent, um, We have our, our products patent pending uh, under Gearhart Law. Yeah, great.
2: You are listening to Passage to Profit on W O R seven ten with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart and our special guest Clint Arthur. We'll be right back.
6: Hi, I'm Lisa Askley, the Inventress, Founder, CEO, and President of Inventing A to Z. I've been inventing products for over 38 years, hundreds of products later, and dozens of patents. I help people develop products and put them on the market from concept to fruition. I bring them to some of the top shopping networks in the world, QVC, HSN, e-vine Live, and retail stores. Have you ever said to yourself, someone should invent that thing? Well, I say, why not make it you? If you want to know how to develop a product from concept to fruition the right way, Contact me, Lisa Askleys, the inventress. Go to inventingatoz.com, inventingatoz.com. Email me, Lisa, at inventingatoz.com. Treat yourself to a day chock full of networking, education, music, shopping, and fun. Go to my website, inventingatoz.com.
0: Now back to Passage to Profit. Once again,
1: Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart. And our special guest, Clint Arthur. Yay! Yay! And for our second pitch, we have D. William Zero with GigCloud. William, you have two minutes. Go. I am D. William Zero. I'm the founder and CEO of GigCloud.
7: GigCloud is a digital marketplace which connects employers to an on-demand labor force. So think of us as TaskRabbit, but for real jobs. So you're probably wondering, what's on demand? Well, on demand means right now. So if you are a warehouse operator or uh, you deal with an assembly line or a moving company or a catering company, or you're just a small business owner and you need to replace someone who called out sick today, you go to our website, gigcloud.com, you post a shift, and we can get someone there in as little as two hours. It's as simple as that.
0: Sounds great. 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 Sounds great. There are others. Who are your main competitors and how are you dealing with that? Great question. So there are
7: others. There are other people in the gig economy space, but there's no one doing what we're doing. Uh, what we're doing, our competitors, our true competitors, are temporary labor agencies. They're brick and mortar operations. You know, they're they're not very competitive when you stack them up against us. Some of our competitors, they just take this brick and mortar operation and they throw it onto a smartphone and say, hey. Here's the future. No, you, there's so much more to it. We're the only true marketplace. Uh, so, an employer, they go on, they post a job, they pay 15% to post that job. The funds are collected all up front. Then we hold those funds in escrow. The job shows up on our mobile app. And our users find the job. They apply for it. The employer can go and look at their profile, look at their reviews, look at the badges that we use to virtualize skills and experience. So if you have a forklift license or if you have a CPR certificate or a New York food handlers certificate, Mm -hmm. you can upload it and that will be converted into a badge. We'll put it on your profile. Now that employer says, oh, I need a food handler. I need a guy with a food handlers certificate. Mm -hmm. So now they can hire you instantly without ever having to look at your resume or call you in for an interview. The funds are held in escrow. You go in. You complete the job. When the job's completed, funds are transferred directly to your bank account within 48 hours.
0: You know, first thing that comes to my mind is, like, try to get those brick-and-mortar competitors to be customers. Have you done that?
7: Uh, we have not done that. In fact, we're doing mm, the other option of that. <laughs> we would love, you know, uh, an Adeco or a Manpower to buy us out. But instead, we're going after those companies that already use Manpower, Adeco, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And we're saying, hey, look, we have a better solution. We can do it cheaper, we can do it faster, and we have a better, higher quality labor pool.
2: So how do you do that? Do you have people standing around or checking your board every minute? Or
7: Absolutely. So it's a mobile app. So as soon as a job is posted, it shows up in our mobile app. Our our workers are just walking around doing their normal day to day life and then bing, job, new job on GigCloud. They open it up, they check it out. If they're interested, they apply. If not, they ignore it.
2: Can they request a job?
1: No, uh, you only apply. You can only apply. So, if somebody wants to sign up for your website, wants to apply for work, or wants to receive workers, how do they do that? Okay. So, if you are an employer, just
7: go to gigcloud.com and sign up from there. If you want to speak to me, just schedule a, a call on our calendarly, or you could call me at 646 524 4095.
2: Can you spell Gig Cloud, please? Yes,
7: it's Gig Cloud with a K,
1: G I G K L O U D. Wow. Thanks so much, William, for being on the program. Uh, we love your product and we wish you great success. And one more time, how can people get in touch with you? That's gigcloud.com, G I G
7: K L O U D. And if all of you who are listening and you're going to vote for us, do not vote for us. Vote. For Wani. <laughs> we, we're donating our votes. We cannot compete. I feel like a dirty capitalist. Vote for Wani and his mom, Gracie. Thank you. That,
1: I got to tell you. That is you. the most generous pitch we've had on the show in a long time.
2: But I got to tell you, the guy who was on with Wani last time, who won the contest, gave his prize to Wani. Oh, <laughs> Everybody that, loves that Wani. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> awesome.
1: He's awesome. The importance well, of being loved. See? Absolutely. Yes. Well, we love Gig Cloud, too. And we want to say thanks again to William for being on the show. And you are listening to Passage to Profit with Richard and Elizabeth Gerhardt, our special guest, Cliff Arthur. We'll be right back after this.
3: There's never been a better time to start your own business. The opportunities are infinite and only limited by your imagination and enthusiasm. At Gearheart Law, we believe the most successful companies all have one thing in common they start with a solid foundation first. Gearheart Law has years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want, to protect, contact the experts at www.gearheartlaw.com. Our professionals will create a custom strategy designed to fit your needs and your budget. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection, licensed, and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Visit gearheartlaw.com. Together, we can change the world. Visit G E A R H A R T L A W.com. This ad has been read by a non attorney spokesperson.
0: Passage to Profit continues with Richard
4: and Elizabeth Gearhart.
2: And our special guest, Clint Arthur. We are on to our third pitch. If you have missed the beginning of the show, you're just turning in. The podcast will come out tomorrow. And I would highly encourage you to listen to it. There's some great stuff on here.
1: And while you're there, also check out the Gerhardt Law website. You'll learn a lot about intellectual property, patents, trademarks, and copyrights. And you'll get a chance to look at the bios of our team members, including the lovely Elizabeth Gerhardt, who also happens to be a co-host of Passage to Profit. And you'll learn a lot and get a lot of great information about intellectual property. So while you're there voting, make sure you look at the Gearheart Law website too.
2: So, our third pitch is Marcy Klein with Three Decks Design. You have two minutes, go.
8: Great, well thank you. So who here has been to a birthday party or a family gathering and watch kids opening up presents? Most of the time, they play with the toy for about two minutes and then they spend about two hours playing with the cardboard box. <laughs> <laughs> Same with cats too. Yes, with cats as well. So that's because most toys do one thing. They might do it well, but it's pretty boring after about 10 times. Where cardboard, there's endless possibilities. So I'm an NYU-trained pediatrician, and when my kids were little, I really didn't get them toys. I gave them the cardboard, scissors, and tape, and let them create their own projects and that was pretty much the inspiration behind 3dux design. So what we've created is a cardboard-based construction set that blends art and open-ended creative play with early learning. Because the product is designed to work with all single-ply cardboard, kids can use recycled cardboard to create anything that they want, and they can also learn about creative recycling while they play. So how do I know kids are gonna like 3dux design? That's easy, it was designed by kids. My kids are teenagers and they created the product. They started the company with a 3D printer, Amazon boxes, and endless amounts of energy. They started selling at local farmers markets, and two years later, our product is used in over 500 classrooms, 14 countries, and used at home with kids, in school, and in after school programs. In fact, 3 design is now going global. So if you guys want to know what it's like to use our products and try out our activities, you can check out com. That's www, the number three, D-U-X-D-E-S-I-G-N.com. Check out, we have projects from what the kids have done, and you can see how kids can use just a little bit of cardboard and a lot of imagination and create anything that they want. So
2: what do people actually buy from you? Do they buy a, a kit of cardboard that you can use? make things?
8: Yeah, we have two ways that you can buy it. So the key and the patent is actually on the connecting system. So there are basically six uniquely shaped connectors that are designed to fit on a variety of thicknesses of cardboard. That's the key product. Um, When we started the company, I would watch kids playing with Amazon boxes and the materials and a light bulb went off. I'm like This could be used in schools. If we just add shapes and geometry to this, it's a goldmine of a product. Everything in education right now is all computer, computer, computer. You look at these kids, they're on their computer all morning, all afternoon, all night. They need to use their hands. So this is like that missing link. Everybody's going one way, we're going the other way. We're going back to hands-on creative play.
1: Wow, what a fantastic product. What has the feedback been from kids who are using this?
8: Um amazing You know, I'm running the business with my kids, but what I really like to do is go into the classroom. I mean, this is my excuse. I create a lesson plan. I'm like, you know what? I got to test this out. I can't put this in schools unless I try it out. So I find a bunch of kids at an after-school program and I basically play with them. And it's just, it's amazing. They build the tallest they can. They build the longest bridge they can. Adults can't even create this stuff. They've been (laughs)
5: like
8: ground down by bubble tests, Right, wrong, right, wrong. Like if you give the kids to an adult, they'll build a house and it has like an a-frame just like a normal house you give it to a little kid and they create the most amazing things
1: what is your marketing plan and your vision for the future
8: well our marketing plan is as much social media getting out there professional development as we can teaching teachers they love sharing what they've done online and on social media so they're like our best marketers anybody who's used the product in terms of the future, we are going global with this. So we have product in 14 plus countries, kids working on projects. Um, we started that program this summer. We've already got kids from Kenya, from Benin, Costa Rica, Philippines, Malaysia, working on products and submitting photos to us. The concept is to share their culture, their community, their architecture with the world.
1: Boy, that's a lot of creativity.
2: It is.
8: So what does the cardboard look like? Is it
2: like what color is it? Is it brown? Do you have designs?
8: Sure. So it's very open ended. They're basically geometric shapes with some funky cutouts in the middle. But they're circles, squares, rectangles, triangles. They're white on one side matte so that kids can color, paint, decorate them. We left the other side natural because it just is in keeping with what the product is. But you can easily cut up your own recycled boxes and incorporate that into the project. So most projects are a combination of our shapes and what's out there already in the world. I
0: just want to interject that people who are in corporations very often have children too
8: yes 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 i know you gotta know. go after that corporate money i think I that's know. the message here. and they buy like so many kids for their kids and the birthday parties we do do birthday parties as well so yes, yes. nothing against corporations. I, corporations I just you know it's not where my heart you know like we do have mentors and they always say stay focused stay focused So I will extend to corporations, but I have to stay focused. So we're K-5 elementary right now. Next up is going to be middle school. Right after that will be corporations, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, we've come to the end and we have to wrap
2: up, but I think we know the pathway now. (laughs) So thank you, Marcy. You are listening to Passage to Profit on WOR 710 with Richard and Elizabeth Gearhart, the show about entrepreneurism
3: for entrepreneurs. And if you
2: are just tuning in, Then listen to our podcast tomorrow.
3: What are entrepreneurs' most valuable assets? Their passion and ideas. We can't protect your passion, but we can protect your ideas. Trust Gearheart Law to protect your ideas with premier patent, trademark, and copyright services. There's never been a better time to start your own business. Contact us at gearheartlaw.com. At Gearheart Law, we have years of experience protecting entrepreneurs' ideas and brands using patent, trademark, and copyright protection. So if you have a new consumer product, a new software application that you're planning to build or sell, or a brand or company name that you want to protect contact the experts at GearHeartLaw. Law, www.gearheartlaw.com. Don't let the wrong protection strategy ruin your business. All of our attorneys are passionate about protection and are licensed and qualified to represent you before the United States Patent and Trademark Office. Don't start your project without calling us first. Contact Gearheart Law on the web at gearhartlaw.com. Together, we can change the world. This ad has been read by a non-attorney spokesperson.
0: Now more with Richard. And Elizabeth, Passage to Profit.
3: We've come to the end of our presentations this evening,
1: and I hope everyone liked them as much as we did.
2: What's not to like? All this really cool stuff coming down the pike, and you heard about it here.
1: And remember, everyone, to go to the Passage to Profit page at GearhartLaw.com, G E A R H A R T L A W, and vote for your favorite project.
2: So to summarize, our first pitch was by Gracie and Wani Benedith braillecodebrands.com is their website and they're making inserts for clothing for kids who have trouble seeing so that they can feel which clothes go where our second pitch was by d william zero Gigcloud g-i-g-k-l-o-u-d.com for small businesses companies that need to replace that employee who calls in sick with five minutes notice And our third pitch was by Marcy Klein, Three Ducks Design, the number three, D-U-X, design, D-E-S-I-G-N.com, with a great old new way for kids to go back to creating in a really fun way. And our guest is Clint Arthur, and his website is clintarthur.tv.
1: Now, run to your desktop computer or your cell phone, Google Passage to Profit, And make your choice. Remember, you can only vote once, and you have until next Friday at 10 a.m. to vote. The best overall vote getter for the show will receive a professionally produced video of their pitch, a $500 value.
2: And before we sign off, I want to say thank you to all of you who came and participated today. You are all great.
1: That's great, Elizabeth. I agree. The pitches were wonderful. And I just want to say thanks again to our very special guest, Clint Arthur, who brought us over the top in so many ways. Thank you so
0: much. Do you have any last words of wisdom for us? I love this show. You guys, you're doing the Lord's work. Keep it up. This is a very important forum for entrepreneurs, not only to get their message out, but also to work on their messaging and to get the feedback from you guys and whoever your special guests may be about what could be better or what other directions they could possibly go in. This is really, really important stuff. So you're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you so much
1: for being on the show, too. It's been a real honor to have you here with us, and I've enjoyed every minute of it. So thanks for coming.
2: And we have a few more people to thank. We'd like to thank our media maven, Kenya Gibson, our scrumptious producer, Noah Fleischman, our incredible engineer, Rob Barrett, and the whole iHeart team. So don't forget to join us next week for another excellent speaker and another round of pitches. And listeners, you can start thinking about what your pitch will be.
1: And don't forget to like us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This is Richard and Elizabeth Gerhardt from Gerhardt Law with Passage to Profit on WOR710, the Voice of New York.